0: The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP.
1: Welcome to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster. My guest today is Mark Erba, who is the development director at the Hampshire Regional YMCA, lovingly referred to as the HR YMCA around these parts. Mark, welcome.
0: Thanks, Tara. It's where great to be here. All the human resources people go to work out.
1: <laughs> HR. <laughs> yes. HR. It would be kind of, that would be kind of fun, actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll have I an wonder, HR day. Hmm. H, I, you know, can we just talk about HR people for one second? Because I feel like that is one profession that's not getting a lot of love yeah, right now. I absolutely. mean, we had like the, the healthcare workers and the emergency workers, the hospitals, the teachers, the schools. But can we talk about how much HR must really just not be an awesome spot to be right now with all the folks wanting to work from home, people, the companies wanting them to come back. I mean, I, I have a special place in my heart right now for people a- ab- in HR.
0: Absolutely. I come from the private sector in the corporate world. And that whole uh, profession, I really feel has been not that it wasn't already elevated, but extremely elevated uh, as, a, as a result of the pandemic.
1: Yeah, I um, did a tour with some friends of Grayston Bakery in Yonkers a while back, and they have this amazing model of selling brownies to give back to um, people that they hire from the community. And it's just this really amazing um, sort of just nonprofit ideology that they've uh, been able to sort of master, not only through their brownie making, but also teaching other companies how to do it. And one of the pillars of what they teach is that your HR department needs to essentially be licensed social workers. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that maybe we can get more HR professionals in that realm, because um, I'm sure they're already doing a lot of therapy work and a lot of, uh, what is it, LISCW? Is that the... Credential, mm, of and a social work. worker. Yeah. Ah, Look at okay, how my yeah. joke
0: sent you on such a tangent about HR. <laughs> That's what you always <laughs> do. So you're regional. like, you're like, let Y-MCA. me see where I can drive.
1: Tara Brewster. No, I usually <laughs> just make a
0: joke and then let it go, and then Tara Brewster's like, "Here's
1: everything I
0: know about the subject of your joke."
1: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Lovely.
0: That's
1: why we work. HR
0: puffin' stuff. Go, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mark.
0: Yes, so, Tara.
1: You've only been on the job. Two months?
0: So, not even. Just finished. This is uh, week seven.
1: Okay. Yes. So you're rolling into month two.
0: Rolling into month two. Yes. How's it feeling? It's feeling like I'm rolling. If. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Am, well, we uh, missed we missed having a development director, right? Yes. So John John left um, the old development director mm-hmm. John Scully. The left. younger
0: old, John, the, younger, uh, the younger old, old the former, <laughs> right? The former, yeah.
1: yep, yep. The former development director <laughs> of the the YMCA, John Scully, left for the um, Cooley Dickinson. Yes, and we had a little bit of a void there. And yes. I know because I'm on the board, and part of my um, purview on the board is the philanthropy committee. And development, so I was, mm-hmm. I was missing a you, a John, yes. somebody. I didn't know who you were going to be, but um, it's yes. been really just great to have you, have well, someone, have you in the role for y- sure.
0: You were one of the first acknowledgers of my uh, of my coming <laughs> onto the Y before I even started at the Y at the uh, Greater Northampton um, Chamber of Commerce. Uh, arrive at five. Um yeah Miss flowers. Uh, I heard, I, heard uh, I I heard a mark across and I didn't think I knew anybody there but apparently you knew me <laughs> Well, you uh, had so on your a, name tag. I, I I had my name tag on. Yes, and it said and,
1: it said Mark Irba from uh, the YMCA, yes. and you hadn't even officially started yet. And that's what I, I that's not. why I instantly fell in love with you because you were already working and you uh, hadn't even yeah. started day one.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Absolutely. Now I've been looking forward to this for uh, for quite some time. Actually, conceptually, I've been looking forward to this. Um, if I may, I just, just to give you a little background i uh, as I mentioned uh, my my background professionally is in global business development in the private sector, primarily working with multinational corporations. and uh, there's a lot, relatively long history o- over a, about a, d- a couple of decades. More recently, it was focused on health and wellness of employees and people in the built environment in buildings um so HR. So, no, well, just no. No, We're not going to go down <laughs> We're like, not going
1: down that path. I'm like, again. oh, this might no be like tie in for HR.
0: No <laughs> HR. No, no. Actually, the acronym was GAM, Global Account Manager, oh. um, essentially. But uh, yeah, I was with a, an organization. Could I name names? Or, sure. Okay. Um, International Well Building Institute, a great organization that does really great work around the health and wellness of people in the built environment. Um, and working with global organizations who are looking to enhance the health and well-being of their employees, so uh, that was very fulfilling. But I always had an itch to uh, make a transition to the uh, to the NGO world, and uh, saw that this opportunity opened up, and. My first thought was, "Oh, what happened to John Scully?" And my second immediate thought was, "Oh, John is not here any longer. That means there's an o- there's an opportunity." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I jumped on it and I was very excited about it. So, I I did start before my day my official day one and uh, and it seems like a year ago. It's been feels like it's been a while. <laughs> well, that's
1: why it felt like more than a month or 7 weeks <laughs> exactly. to me. Yeah. Um yeah. but That's, you know, I I said, that's why I love you. And I feel like that's, that's why I appreciate you so much is because you really hit the ground running um, as a pro as a seasoned professional as someone who like knows how to develop and how to be out there and boots on the ground um, in a marketplace and making connections. So, so what has been the most fulfilling piece so far for you?
0: Um, I, uh, not to sound corny, but I just got a tingle because um, <laughs> really the most fulfilling piece is to be able to focus on my community, on this community, uh, the greater Hampshire uh, County, uh, really pioneer valley uh, and extended Western Massachusetts community. Um, as I said, I've, my, my work has been global for 20 plus years, and uh, it's just very refreshing to focus uh, an effort on the place where you love and, and, and live and uh, where your family is. And so, yeah, so that uh, that really resonated with me before I started the job and which was one of the big reasons I uh, decided to uh, make this move. A lot of people thought I was crazy. I'm not going to talk about money right now, but uh, a lot of people <laughs> thought I was a little nuts, um, but they... Uh, <laughs> did not recognize what I was thinking about. And that is the, uh, the value that I felt I needed in my life right now to focus on, uh, the community where I live. So.
1: And yeah. I'm hearing that a lot from a lot of different people. Do you feel like that feeling would have rose to the surface for you? Had it not been for COVID?
0: Uh, yes. Cause it, 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 it rose. Uh, it, this was long overdue. Uh, actually I, I, uh, um, you know, you, you kind of get sucked into what you're doing. It's comfortable. You you know how to do it. It's autopilot. And so, making a, a change while I while I felt as though my skill sets could transfer into um, into these now responsibilities with the Y, um, it, it's it, it was a big change. That uh, it took me some time to actually. Uh, Make happen, um, but I think the stars just aligned. Uh, it happened to be after COVID, but if it was two years ago, I probably would would have been the same story. So, well, we're yeah. so
1: lucky to have you for sure. Thanks. Um, yeah, I'm I'm happy that you're here. And so, how did you know about the why? It sounds like you um, knew John before John left. Yes. And are you a member of the Y?
0: Yes, yeah. And and this is why I think the Y, uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's of course a lot of great work to do out there and a lot of need, uh, um, both in communities locally and globally. There's of course a lot of challenges and uh, um, that we're all being called on to do. But uh, the Y kind of resonated with me. I've been a member of the greater YMCA for over 25 years, um, starting... Back in the mid-1990s, uh, when I joined, I was living in Atlanta at the time. I lived in Atlanta from, from New England, grew up in New Haven, went to college in Boston, uh, but went to um, to Atlanta as a, uh, a job transfer at one point in my life. and. That's where my my son, uh, my now adult son, Dante, uh, was born and raised. And as a single dad, um, when he was about four years old, I joined the Y, uh, which, again, is over 25 years ago. And um, for all the right reasons, it was I had really no family in Atlanta, a lot of friends and so on. But um, it was a great place to uh, to have a community within the community. And really, it was a place where that helped me raise my son. Um, you know, it's, it's, very, uh, it's very gratifying when I hear Dante talk about his focus on his own health and wellness and, um, and fitness um, and how that uh, came to him very early and was really kind of uh, you know, uh, uh, something that resonated because of how much time he spent at the Y because I made them, basically, basically, and I spent a lot of time at the Y as well. But, you know, just, just to be there uh, in childcare while his dad was working out and so on and be around that, being around that atmosphere, I think, was very valuable f- uh, for him growing up. But so, so yeah, so the, the Y's been important to me. I was at the uh, Decatur DeCab YMCA in Atlanta and then moved, uh, had it in my head to move back to the Northeast about 10 years ago, moved to Brooklyn. I joined the Y in Brooklyn or transferred my membership, I should say. And then came to Northampton and transferred my membership up here about eight years ago.
1: I love so, yeah. it. You you have a great why story. And that's why the why is so important for so many people is that they have this why story. And so it's so nice to be able to hear the individual why stories that kind of connect to this larger community why story of just why the why. You know, like why, why support the why? Why do you choose the why? Um, and it's just a really great place to be lot of support. So um, we're already at our first break, which we're going to take right now. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Mark Erba, who is the Development Director of the Hampshire Regional YMCA on Prospect Street in Northampton. We'll be right back.
0: Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP.
1: Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm joined today with Mark Erba from the Hampshire Regional YMCA, who is the new development director. Um, We're so happy to have you, Mark, and it's been nice to hear about your why story and why the why and everyone has a different one. Um,
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so, you know, can you talk a little bit about why the why? I mean, why support the why? What is going on at the why um, that people should really dive in deeper? You know, you talked about your story featuring childcare and really being a single parent and needing that support. But what else is going on at the why?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's a great question. And every day, you know, now that I'm in the organization, As a uh, you know, as an associate, it's amazing what you learn when you're inside an organization, as opposed to, I mean, even being a member of the Y, you're kind of in the organization. But um, you know, I remember back when I when I joined in Atlanta, and I had very specific reasons why I joined, uh, as far as being a single parent, uh, which I know resonates with a lot of folks out there. But never really knew what the Y had to offer. I mean, you know, I thought of it as a gym and swim, like, um, you know, surveys say that most of the population think about the YMCA as just another gym. And um, it's really so much, so much more than that. Um, When you think about the 10,000 communities just in the USA, Uh, where the Y has a presence and, um, you know, it's the community outreach, it's what the YMCA as an organization, as a global organization, and as an organization within individual communities, um, has to offer those communities and uh, the responsibility that, you know, the tenants of the YMCA, healthy living, youth development, and uh, social responsibility, uh, you know, goes more than having a gym membership or learning how to swim. Um, so, at our YMCA, which is an independent YMCA within the uh, Greater YUSA uh, network, if you will, um, we have over almost twenty adult programs, uh, ranging from you know young adult through seniors. Um, adult swim lessons, um, first step back, wellness incentive programs, Parkinson cycle, Parkinson exercise, Parkinson hit. Um, and then uh, programs for a uh, program, for, uh, Live, for, Live Strong at the YMCA, which is a program for uh, cancer survivors, um, and uh, you know just that's spattering. Uh, if that's not enough, there's so much more uh, to cover. But there's so many different programs that the are focused on making our community a better place.
1: And you know it's interesting. You just mentioned two totally different ends of the spectrum of humans, you know, child care, child watch at the Y. And then, you know, the more of the older adult programming and also, you know, people who are coming out of, you know, medically sensitive conversations, too. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why the Y is so special. You know, you walk into the Y and you have this intergenerational experience happening, which is really magical in a lot of ways. A-
0: absolutely. I mean, it, it's a reflection of the community when you, if you think of it that way, um, uh, you know, it's a, it's a subset of the community. We want it to be as much of the community as possible. Of course, uh, we think there's a lot to offer um, and the community has a lot to offer the why and the, you know, it's, it's that uh, it's that back and forth relationship that makes, uh, you know, the com- individuals and families thrive and then communities thrive. Um,
1: and I think it's also a conscious decision, too, to be a member of the Y. You know, I think your story in our previous segment about going from the Atlanta Y to the Brooklyn Y to the Northampton Y, you know, yeah. you're consciously making an, and a decision with your gym membership because – I I don't think a lot of people think about that when they sign up for, um, some of the other fitness places that exist. Um, you know, you're saying yes to youth development, you're saying yes to healthy living and yes to social responsibility as, as like a paradigm for your fitness, for what you believe in, and you might pay a little bit more, but you're also paying for what you're talking about in terms of community support and sustainability
0: Absolutely, it's you know it is it is a decision to support your community because um, the Y, our our own Y gives out uh, um, or uh, almost three hundred thousand dollars in uh, financial aid for families who could not otherwise afford membership or some of the various programs. Um, in our community. And, you know, coming from the business world, my, my kind of mantra is, is, is a, uh, a healthy community is good business. Um, and so uh, our business leaders appreciate that. I mean, we are, we're sponsored by uh, um, uh, over 20 uh, corporations, local corporations in our community. Um, and, uh, you know, some of those that are, are kind of our, our um, steadfast sponsors are uh, Weber and Grinnell Bank, ESB, Peoples Bank, uh, Western Mass Heating and Air, uh, Moran, Northeast Solar, uh, Saint Germain uh, Financial, and uh, Kiter. Um, so again, smaller, uh, small local businesses that are uh, recognized that you know giving back to the community is good for their business. Uh, aside from the altruistic uh, part of it. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of science around gratitude and giving um, and the other piece to, you know, people who join the Y have an understanding that it, it, that is a two-way street, that when they give, yes, they're helping people, but they get something out of it too. They get a peace of mind. They get a, uh, a feeling of um, gratitude that they can do something for their community. And there's a, there's a whole there's a whole psychology around that, but uh, it's uh, it's fact-based research. So.
1: Well, it makes me feel good to be a member of the Y, and I know that during COVID, when the Y couldn't open, um, you know, the membership really took a nosedive, um, a big decline because of people not being able to come and work out at the Y and participate in the ways that they were used to. So I'm really glad to see that the numbers are starting to climb back up and people are starting to uh, recommit to the Y in larger numbers in terms of family memberships and individuals, um, I know there's all sorts of different levels at the Y um, for people yeah. to be able to participate with
0: yeah it you know it, it's uh, again I've been a member so I, I wasn't uh, on staff at the Y during uh, during the bulk of covid but um, as a member, yeah, it was it was uh, you know it was it was a little bit sad. Uh, a lot of folks decided to leave. We closed uh, actually before it was mandated um, to you know assess the situation and make sure we were as a as a as a um, health and well being organization uh, doing our due diligence. Uh, before bringing, letting, you know, allowing people to come back and being around each other when there were a lot of unknowns at, during that time. So, yeah, we lost a lot of folks. Um, we're grateful for all of those who have um, gone elsewhere and are now looking uh, to come back for all the right reasons, and uh, we hope that that will continue. Um, we are back on track. We have uh, we've had uh, some good growth over the past ne- the last year. Uh, which uh, we aspire to continue uh, and grow back bigger and better uh, as we as we look ahead.
1: And I love the why. Um for people that haven't been in a while, um, I encourage you to come in and, and do a tour and walk around and see, um, because I feel like the Y is always changing. Um, the layout and the configuration yes. and what is going on is this old building that had an addition done on it, and you know I feel like we're always trying to fit more into that space. Um, so I don't mm. know if you want to talk about a little bit about the amenities of the Y, um, because it's more than what you would... Think. Yeah, is
0: there. yeah, I have
1: to um, say, in terms of programming and classes and weight room and you know, yes, yeah. Teen center, when I when I was interviewing courts.
0: for the Y, I kind of joked that you know I, I never I passed by the, the the pool and and said okay I'm going to start swimming and never did, but uh, basically I saw the weight room and the uh, and the cardio room and the front door and the welcome desk and that was it. But now that I'm in there, it's it's there is a lot to that building. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit tired, and we work on that. Our our facility staff does does a great job of keeping it uh, to keeping it together. And but we do aspire to transform the Y uh, in the coming years. Uh, and more to, more to more to hear about that. That'll um, be
1: another
0: interview. Okay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, for for example, I didn't know we had a racquetball court. Yeah, I, I totally. haven't played racquetball since college. And yeah. uh, you know, when I went to college, there were ten of them in the in the in the complex, and we, we do have a racquetball court. Most places have given them up because they take up a lot of space for you know just a, a couple of people. So it is limited, but uh, it's there. We have a, a second uh, uh, weight workout room uh, right next to, the, next to that. Uh, which is a hidden gem. Which is a so hidden anyone's gem. anyone's listening,
1: right yeah. next to the racquetball room, off of the basketball court in the far left back of the YMCA, there's a secret stretching TRX and weight room that is hardly ever occupied exactly. by anybody. So. Secrets it's, out. We have to yes.
0: bench past three hundred to use it. So
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> that's why I'm not in there. I um, didn't know it was there. Uh, but yeah, there there is a lot more to it. I mean, the studio—it's a studio upstairs and studio downstairs for uh, program classes and you know then we then our child watch program uh, so that uh, you know folks could could uh, get their workout while their children are are being watched over. Um, th- there's a lot to it. It's, uh, it is a building that we feel has a lot more uh, opportunity to accommodate uh, a greater outreach. And that's what, uh, that's what I aspire to. And I know that's what uh, our whole organization aspires to.
1: Great. Well, it's already time to take our second break, Mark. We're here. Um, you've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Mark Erba, who's the Development Director for the Hampshire Regional YMCA in Northampton. And we'll be right back.
0: The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMB.
1: Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Mark Erba, who is the development director for HR YMCA, which is the acronym that I use when I refer to the Hampshire Regional YMCA, in Northampton,
0: But we will have a Human Avenue. Resources Day one of these days.
1: <laughs> I would Sorry. love to. We should. We should totally have one. And I think you could probably offer Human Resources a lot of good advice if they wanted to listen to you. But don't tell Julie I told you. No. And we should also <laughs> mention Julie. Julie Bianco is the Executive Director of the Hampshire Regional YMCA um, and is a lifetime, long-time YMCA mm-hmm. employee and someone who's in, been involved in a, in a lot of different Y's. Similar yeah. to to you having gone to your three different YMCAs. she's been a, a lot of different YMCA's, including the Springfield Y, yeah. um, where she was before this. But um, yeah. she came on maybe six years ago. Six seven years, ago. years ago, but
0: she was uh, she has been uh, a, you know it made the Y a career as long as I've been a member, so uh, over twenty five years now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Julie
1: Julie is wonderful. Um, has really led the organization um, through a lot of ups and downs and definitely through Covid, which was a major undertaking. Mm. Um, so I have a lot of appreciation for Julie and her um, focus on community partnerships um, yeah. and really realizing that the YMCA is not a silo and that it doesn't exist without the help of other organizations and being able to support um, some other nonprofits in the area. And I don't know if you want to, Talk a little bit about that, Mark, but that's yeah. one of my, like, most loved things about the why.
0: Yeah, and, you know, these are things that really, the you know, uh, I, I didn't have visibility into, and a lot of folks don't have visibility into unless, you know, you're really reading the fine print and so on. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, our community is a very special one, I think, and that's one of the reasons I live here and moved here. Um, and uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of, uh, you know, big harder folks out there, and we, we collaborate with other uh, community organizations, uh, for example, the North, Northampton Survival Center, uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, uh, the Cutchins Program, which is uh, for uh, children with neurodiversities, uh, Catholic charities, uh, and then also um, the DCF uh, Wonder Fund, uh, which is also a, a child-oriented uh, community fund. Um, so we partner and collaborate with those organizations, uh, and, you know, uh, we, we, we try to help each other as much as we can uh, on behalf of the community.
1: And also all-out adventures. I know that um, AOA yes. often uses the pool um, for some of their practicing um, before they get out on open water, yes. which I always like to see when I happen upon them in the in the Y. Yes, um, I know. I Karen take- Foster is our executive director, and she's also a Ward 2, I believe, city councilor um, in Northampton, mm. and they just had their big kayak-a-thon on Sunday. I didn't go, but it's always a... Locally loved event. Um, I was going to crash
0: it with my stand-up paddleboard, oh, but yeah? I didn't. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: You probably could have if you were like throwing money or something at them. <laughs> right. You know, they wouldn't mind you. Like, I don't know. I think it, I I can't wait to see the pictures because I'm sure it was quite a thing to see a big group yeah. going down the Rigotta. river um, together. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I love that that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, really important. You know, these community partnerships—it it goes both ways, right? I mean, you have to sort of show up and give what you can um, when you have it, especially for other organizations. And I loved um, that you mentioned almost three hundred thousand in uh, support for families and memberships and people, you know, yeah. in the area. So what does that look like? Like, how does a family approach the Y and, and get assistance that they might need to participate in the Y?
0: Yeah, so there's an application uh, process uh, um, to, um, you know, to be, able to, to be able to, you know, discern uh, discriminately with the funds that we have, uh, what, uh, you know, what financial aid is available for an individual or a family. Um, and that could be for membership. It could also be for some of our programs, or for programming as well. Um, uh, just as kind of a, a you know a, an outlier of that, the Live Strong program is a is a program that is completely free of charge for cancer survivors, um, regardless of financial need. Um, but then uh, all the other programs do have a, a financial need uh, opportunity uh, to, to get financial aid. Through our funding, and you know, it's all, it's uh, you know, it's interesting coming from the private sector when you're when you're kind of selling a product, if you will, um, and you could put a price tag on it and the vol and the you know what that value is. But uh, boy, you know, you just can't put a price tag on it when you see these kids at uh, at, at our camps and in the pool or just at the Y, and um, how you know, how the Y could change their lives uh, uh, to the extent that we're capable of.
1: And and also, you know, to put your children somewhere safe, right? Hmm. I mean, I think that that's one thing that really resonates with me as a parent of two kids, six and nine. That's kind of how I got reintroduced to the Y after I became a young adult and kind of floated away, literally. Because yeah. um, I learned how to swim at the Y and then didn't have a relationship with the Y until I had kids. But to be able to put my kids in a class, a swim class, or a Ninja Warriors class, or the Child Watch, or Norwich, or Prospect, mm. and know that they're okay, they're fine, they're thriving, you know, they're Corey-checked individuals, yeah. I mean...
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's invaluable. And, uh, you know, uh, I've always been grateful to be a parent that... Uh, um, you know, could provide some of these things for, for my son. And, and I know it would be heartbreaking. You know, nobody wants to say no to their kid uh, on, on, with something that they know is beneficial to them. So, um, you know, I get up every day thinking about how many more people, uh, children through senior adults, can we serve uh, in our community? Um, and that's, you know, a lot of what my job is about and, uh, couldn't be more motivated to do a job than I am right now.
1: Capacity building, right? Like flexing really, like where is like our pain point? Where is our pleasure point? How do we get above what we're doing now to be able to serve more, be more, do more. And a lot of that does go back to what we were talking about in a previous segment about corporate sponsors. Yeah. A lot of that corporate sponsorship that comes through from the silver sponsors that are our yearly YMCA sponsors mm-hmm. or the specific event sponsors, that comes, you know, even individuals donating to the Y. Right. I mean, that all goes into our why the why and our ability to give more to people that are in need and that are asking.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I mean, individual, it's, uh, no matter what the, whatever, whenever what the capacity of giving is, uh, it's, um, you know, there's, there's so much gratitude uh, around it and, uh, you know, uh, people that really need those, uh, you know, the financial aid and just the, just the organization in the community and the things that uh, that the organization does to make our community a better place uh, because for individuals and families who are who have access to it.
1: Yeah. And you do have a lot of youth programming. I mean there's child watch, swim lessons, the youth basketball league, which we call YBL, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. Um and then school age child care. Yeah, school age
0: child care. We are we're in four uh four we have four we're in five, right? Currently we're in four.
1: Not uh, Leeds. that's where my kids not go, Not leads, yes. Okay, making a note here. I think we're the only hair. ones, I know, make a big <laughs> note. Making a note
0: of leads. <laughs> push push um, on Tara
1: Brewster.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, Bridge Street, Jackson Street, um, Ryan Road, and then also the the Pioneer Valley uh, Chinese Immersion School. Uh, we have a presence in, in those schools for um, uh, school-age childcare, um, as well as at the YMCA itself. Um, and then our camps—camps camps from uh, for children three uh, up to young adults, or, or uh, you know the youngsters of fifteen years old. Um, Camp Koala is for our youngster youngsters, three to three to five. And then Camp Prospect is on site on Prospect Street, five through fourteen year olds. Um, kind of one of our crown jewels, though, is is uh, is Camp Norwich. And boy, when I went out there for the first time. Uh, you know, I I couldn't help but feel a great sense of pride to be a a part of that uh, uh, part of that um, part of this organization. Camp Norwich is is a beautiful place out in Huntington and watching the kids out there is just invaluable. Um, So anybody that's interested in uh, being a part of this, uh, this, this bigger mission, we're happy to show it to you.
1: Thank you so much. And we have to take another break. But there was a moose sighting at Camp Norwich this year, which was, was really, like, uh, kind of ma- ma- mind-bending for my children. Yeah. One of them was totally uh, all about it, and the other one was like, get me out of here. Right, yeah, <laughs> So yes. nature abounds, but exactly. it's, it is a crown jewel of the YMCA, and it's such a nice thing to be able to have that as an extension for programming um, for the kids, but... Um, This is Tara Brewster, and you've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm here today with Mark Erba, who is the development director of the YMCA in Northampton. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Mark Erba, who is the development director of the Hampshire Regional YMCA in Northampton. We've been talking about all things Y, um, how the YMCA is not just a gym and swim, how it's so much more and wraps its arms around so many more people in the community than just the members that participate uh, inside of the Y, um, both in the Y proper on Prospect Street and up in Huntington as well. Um, Not a lot of people know that with their membership they can also go up to Norwich, like Norwich, mm-hmm. Camp Norwich, um, during the times that they're open in the summer. Um, I think I found that out as a board member, and I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, I don't use it a lot because it's all the way up in Huntington, uh, yeah, but I should. Yeah. And we have to
0: work around the camps. Yes, so probably, yeah, everybody the weekends, know, for, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly. the time.
1: But, yeah, I mean, what mm-hmm. other gym could offer that? Yeah, I what mean, other gym
0: has a pool? I right, mean, yeah. like, the pool itself is good. And like, like yeah. what,
1: what do you want? I, yeah. <laughs> I think um the, two, two
0: pools. I didn't know there was another pool there behind the go. first pool. Yes. A warm water yeah, pool. The, the then the there's an the underwater one. weight room in that one. Yes. <laughs> it's another secret weight room. Yes. Not to mention the moose, but yeah. we'll go. That's yeah. another there, story. Yeah. I
1: think the um, uh, the Hampshire Athletic Club in Amherst also has a pool. Okay. One um, other
0: place one you other can place. think of. but Just like Everywhere else?
1: Perry Messer would like... Not be so happy <laughs> with me if I didn't say that. So I'm going to say that. Um, but Go yes, yes, very few gyms have pools. Um, but I think we have two in the area. But anyway, yes. okay. we're digressing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Mark, one of the things that you and I have been working on uh, yes. a lot lately in your seven weeks. Taskmaster, yes. <laughs> like let's do this, let's get this done. Tower is um, all Benz. over it. events. Yes. <laughs> <Benz. laughs> the golf tournament. Um, yes. Would you want to speak a little bit about the golf tournament I that's do. coming I up? I do. I wake.
0: I wake up. All I go- things
1: golf. <laughs> golf, <laughs> golf, 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 <laughs> golf.
0: I wake up and I go to sleep uh, thinking golf, and Teeing I am up. not a golfer. So <laughs> that is something that I thought never thought I would say, <laughs> um, but yes, yes, I do. We're coming up on uh, to tee off for our golf tournament which is on September 30th at the Ledges Golf Club in South Hadley, Um, uh, thankfully, but uh, uh, we're almost at our maximum number of uh, golfers. I think we have about four openings for four foursomes. Uh, Should anybody be interested? First come, first serve, uh, uh, check out the website. Um, But yeah, so um, we have some uh, wonderful local organizations that have also sponsored uh, the golf tournament and you know, help us cover those costs and also uh, all proceeds go to the programming that we've been talking about through this show um, for the greater Northampton community or greater Hampshire County community. Um, so yeah, so we're only a few weeks away and, uh, still lots to do more than I ever imagined needed to be done for a golf tournament. Um, but, uh, we're getting there and we're going to have a lot of fun. So if you're looking for a way to network with community folks and, uh, uh, on the golf course, uh, please come, uh, give me a call and we'll see if we could have room for it. But, uh. Um, Yeah, so our golf tournament is uh, kind of the the keystone event for the fall for us. Um, But then looking ahead, uh, we have our trunk or treat event, which is on October the 29th, the afternoon of the 29th, uh, right at the YMCA outdoor event. Uh, You could register for this online, bring your trunk, meaning your car trunk, uh, or vehicle trunk and uh, some treats for the kids. Uh, and we welcome all the kids in the community uh, to, to come on over and have a, a safe uh, experience doing some trunk or treating uh, at the Y.
1: So do the participants in the trunk or treat need to sign up beforehand or let the Y know that you're coming?
0: So the participants who are want to come and decorate your trunk, so uh, the only example that I uh, firsthand heard of was the uh, where is Elmo? No, that's a different one. Not where is um, Waldo. Waldo? No, it wasn't Waldo. It's it was Elmo. But I'm not. I, I, I haven't been the parent of a youngster for a while, so I've lost track of the world. Elmo's out. Uh, is Elmo's Elmo something. out. I don't know. I but, feel like
1: Elmo's out. You mean he's gay? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, I didn't hey. even start talking about Elmo, but no, <laughs> anyways.
0: No, That's but anyhow, so Elmo. there was some sort of, yeah, so they decorated the trunk, something to do with Elmo. Elmo but okay. anyhow, point the point is <laughs> anything life. appropriate uh, is welcome as far as a theme to decorate your trunk <laughs> with. Um, and of course, you know, we encourage. Uh, healthier uh, confections, uh, if possible. Uh, and then we also, the Y provides um, uh, nut-free options uh, for all the trunk-or-treaters, um, uh, but we ask all the participants to uh, stock up um, to uh, for, the, for, the, for the smiles of the kids in town. Um,
1: and it's been a few years since the trunk-or-treat has happened, so I'm excited for it to come back.
0: Yeah. And then uh, looking further ahead in December, on December 10th, we have our gingerbread house party uh, where uh, families could decorate gingerbread houses uh, in anticipation of the year-end holiday season. So, um, you know, a a year ago, I was talking about ESG and CSR and, uh, um, uh, you know, SEC stuff and all sorts of things, air quality and water quality, you know. Trunk or treating, I'm all about it, uh, and and gingerbread house parties, too much fun. So and uh, pool water quality, po- <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, you should probably help the facilities. Maybe just get a little bit more involved in that. You could work on that too. Okay, I'm on it. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I'm in my spare time after uh, after the after the golf uh, yeah, after the golf After tournament. we make
1: it through golf. <laughs> Um, so, Mark, what are you envisioning for your future at the Y? What are your hopes uh, and dreams for your position in the Y and beyond?
0: Uh, gosh, I, you know, I, I was speaking with our HR person, Kara uh, Matheson, <laughs> about this this morning. That, you know, I try to stay on task, learning. I mean, you know, they say it's going to take a year to really learn kind of the the cycle, the development cycle of an organization like the Why, um, and I, I try I, I try to stay on task with that because I have a lot to learn. Um, but at the same time, my head goes into bigger places. and I talk to folks uh, from other otherwise around the country. I was talked to the, to the Chief Development Officer of the Cleveland Metropolitan Wise about the substance abuse. Uh, house that they uh, that they actually own and operate, uh, and I think about boy, what a what a great addition that could be, Julie. Sorry, I'm just kind of thinking out loud here. No, uh, <laughs> making no commitments. Him, she asked him to dream. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we used to talk about big big audacious goals. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. so some of the so that's a, that's a big audacious thought of mine. I'm, it hasn't made the gold docket yet. I've got to run it by the CEO. But anyhow, there's lots of things uh, that but we uh, you know we feel we just want it. It's all about the community, and the more we could do for the community, uh, the more we're able to do for the community. Uh, that's that's where you know that's what we do. That's where we live. And
1: I was even going to say, you know, in Dreaming Big with what you just said about the substance abuse house for Cleveland, you could just partner with Tapestry in some way, who's already doing so much good work around, um, you know, access and use and the conversations in the community and without stigma or judgment and, you know, so there absolutely, are people doing yeah. those things. Oh, yeah. Maybe you don't necessarily yeah. have to take it on in-house, but yeah, you could absolutely. Bring, in, bring it, you know, in-house with some other really amazing participants. And I know that Julie and her team have had um, Tapestry and before to do Narcan trainings and things, so.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Again, it's, it's all about expanding the reach. You know, we don't <laughs> we, we don't have the arrogance of thinking we are meant to or could do it all alone. And there's a lot of great organizations So uh, we're just glad to be part of the greater effort.
1: Great. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate you coming on. And as I said before, I'm so happy that you're at the HRYMCA with us. Thank you, Tara. Yep. And I just wanted to say thank you while I'm writing my gratitude train to Greenfield Savings Bank, who's my employer, for sponsoring this show. We have over uh, we have 10 branches in Franklin and Hampshire County, and we've been in operation for over 153 years. Thank you to GSB. And also, my other sponsor, Business West, George O'Brien and his team um, really trusted news and very important uh, storytelling throughout our region about what's going on in the business community, both for profit and nonprofit. George and Business West, thank you so much. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and will talk to you soon.